Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, does everybody have their phone off this week? If you are here last week, you know what I'm talking about, so... You know, uh, isn't it interesting when you, when you hear Memorial Day or, or, or you, you hear Memorial Day sales or when you hear uh, July 4th, it's the same thing all weekend we look at this. This is 40% off. That's, this is offer. And we forget what this holiday is actually about. Oh, it's just, an, oh, great. We got Monday off. You know, you got another day off. You know, and we forget what... Uh, these holidays mean to us and how important they are and what Memorial Day means and meant to us as we celebrate Memorial Day and all those that have sacrificed in war. And we look at July 4th, what our freedom actually means. We're going to look at God's word today on what does truth in Jesus mean. Let's pray. Fathers, we come to you today. Lord, may we once again remember what it means that we have you to point us in the way of truth. Father, in this world that the devil is trying to do everything he can to get us to doubt you, make our own decisions to go our own way, Lord, we pray that we would know how free that we can be in, when we're living your way. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12, and, and uh, you know, I was praying, and, and I want to just even repeat that again, that what does that mean to you and to me when we're in this life, we're making decisions, and as we make those decisions, it's like, all right, uh, Am I making it on my own or am I actually looking to the Lord? If we're, if we're not careful, we'll end up doing what Eve did. If we're not careful, we'll end up doing what some of the Old Testament saints did. And you start to go your own way and you make decisions on your own. And, and what happens in the world that we're living today, we can drift and we can believe that lie. And as we believe, the devil just gets us to doubt God just a little bit. And as we doubt him, we know that we're going to make the wrong decision. It's amazing to me how to Abraham, which we're going to look at in just a minute, how that Abraham, God told him, he said, I'm going to bless you and there will be great nations come from you. And the nations that come from you, anyone that, that, that blesses you, meaning Israel, even to this day, will be blessed. Anyone that curses you will be cursed. Now, he said that and he said, I want you to go. And I'll always be with you. I want you to go from the land that you're, that you're in. And as you go on this journey, remember those words. You know, he didn't even get very far. He gets in Egypt. And as he gets in Egypt, he begins to doubt that God's with him. And isn't that just exactly how we are? And you know what happened? What happened was he began to believe the lie that he didn't have that. I want you to remember today that you have everything in, in, this, in this book called God's Word. You have everything that you need to face anything that you're facing. 
So Abram starts to go, and he's with Sarah, and, and they're going to Egypt. And he says, hey, he says, uh, Pharaoh, and, and they're pretty powerful here, and the princes and, and the armies. He says, uh, and Sarah, I, you are so beautiful. He said, uh, he's setting her up, okay? He said, you're so beautiful. So when we get there, uh, would you do me a favor? And, and she says, well, what's that, Abraham? He says, uh, I, I'm going to tell him that you're my sister, True story. It's true. It happens. Let's, let's look at it and see. Genesis chapter 12, verses 11 through 14. And it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt that he said to Sarah, his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say, you are my sister. Can you see this husband saying this to your wife? You know, you're going somewhere? That's great. Okay. (laughs) And it continues, please say that you are my sister. It may be well with me for your sake and that I may live because of you. So it was when Abraham came into Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman that she was very beautiful. The story continues. It's exactly what happens. But then... What happens is God never breaks his word. You know, God never breaks his word. He always tells us the truth, even though that we might break our word with him, he never breaks his word with us. He's always going to tell us the truth. He's always going to tell us the right way to go. And the truth of the matter that happened, that what happened here is that God sent a plague unto Pharaoh, and Pharaoh realized something's not right here, and then he realized what was going on, and he, and he tells uh, Abram, what, what are you doing? And he gives them all of his stuff back, and he sends them on their way. Now, get this. Do you know that Abraham, they went on their way. They saw God work in a miraculous way. He did it again. The Bible tells us in another passage of Scripture, not too much further on, that he does the same thing again. Isn't that just like us? You know, sometimes when we read about Abraham, the friend of God, and we see all the different uh, people in the Bible, we, we elevate them. I want you to know that, that, that they're just like you and I are, and, and they have faults too. And sometimes we don't follow the Lord like we should because we just don't think that we're good enough. That's a lie of the devil too. I want you to know that with God in our life, that he is faithful. God is faithful. There will be times in your life that you're going to mess up. God is always through our Savior Jesus Christ is always going to tell us the truth. You and I will be tempted to go the wrong way and will be tempted to lie. But if we know that we have truth in Jesus, he's always going to point us in the right direction. He's always going to tell us the right thing to do. And we always be tempted, especially in the world that we live in today, you know, about every, every uh, I don't know, every middle of the winter or so, it happens about every other year, I'll get a call from uh, just different pastors. And they'll, they'll ask me this question. And, and it, it dependency on the Lord. They'll say, hey, Dallas, I got a question for you. He said, do you, do you turn as an income on your, on your income tax, do you turn like your funerals and your weddings in, do you turn that as income? I said, uh, you're asking me this question, right? Yeah, I think you're answering it for yourself. 
What's interesting about that is, what is that? I mean, it, it, knocks it, it knocks it way down on your income, and you don't get all that back. Wait a minute. Am I relying on the Lord? Or am I going to lie and, and very easily get away with it? And my account knows that there's all these things that I don't do that I could do as a pastor and write off this. Right? I won't do it. Why is that? Because I know that God, whether it's me or you, if we go in here and walk in his truth, no matter what it looks like, no matter how big the obstacle or how big the giant is, Abraham looked at Pharaoh and then did it again. No matter what it looks like, if you and I are willing to know that the truth that we have in Jesus is always going to win out, and we will always be on the high upside of whatever we're facing, no matter what it looks like right now, then we'll walk in that truth. Why? Because this is what Jesus tells us in John chapter 8 and verse 31 through 36. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are of Abraham descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say this? You will be made free. And Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say unto you, Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. You know what? They actually forgot, even as they were talking to Jesus right then. What about all the years, the hundreds of years that they were in bondage in Egypt? They forgot that when they were talking to Jesus. We forget the truth that we actually have that is above all else in this world. If we follow the way of Jesus, why is that? Because he tells us in his word, our heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And we don't like to hear that. We don't even like, how often do you hear many messages through the week or on YouTube that we hear the word even, that we hear the word sin? We are at the place that, whether it's a husband or it's a wife or, it's a, or you're at work or whatever it might be, if you and I are willing to know that we have the truth in Jesus, we will always have that freedom. Let me give you another example. People are embittered as they get older because of what's happened to them in life. Or people are not embittered. What's the difference? The difference is Jesus, through his shed blood on the cross of Calvary, this verse tells us that we know about that, and we know about that, and we accept Christ. He is the one who sets us free. He sets us free to where we can live in the truth, we can walk in the truth, and we know it. It's amazing to know that we have what we need to be free. So many people are walking around today so embittered, so angry at life because they don't know what it means to be forgiven. And they don't realize what that freedom actually means. If we forget what July 4th means, we surely forget and can forget what it means to be free in Jesus. 
We have that freedom that we know, no matter what you and I are facing this week, that if we follow truth and we follow his word, he's going to direct us. You know, let me, let me read something to you. I just printed this out this week and talking about July 4th. And uh, if you've ever had the opportunity to go down to Washington, D.C., you know what's amazing? You never hear, just like you forget on your, on your dollar bill and all the bills, it says in the back, in God we trust. You know, also, when you go into Washington, D.C., and, and named after George Washington, when we go down through, do you know that you can walk around in all the different buildings, and you can look up on the buildings, and there's actually scripture carved into the buildings, you know that when the Supreme Court, every time that they meet, behind them is displayed the Ten Commandments? See, we forget these things. It, July 4th, July 4th was the declaration of when we, when we were able to be given that freedom as a country. Let me, let me read just what it says. The formal statement, meaning the Declaration of Independence, was written by Thomas Jefferson and adopted July 4th, 1776, by the Second Continental Congress, declaring that the 13 American colonies, colonies were free and independent of Great, Bit Great Britain. You know, the, it was adopted on July 4th. It wasn't actually even signed till a month later. But it was adopted that we were finally free. Free to do what? Free to live the way that we wanted to live. See, as long as we know as believers that we are living the way of Jesus, we can look back to Abraham. We don't have to do that. No matter how intimidated you and I might be in what is happening around us and everything that we see swirling around us in this world that we're living in, as long as we walk in his truth, because of the freedom, we had that declaration on this July 4th, this day, what we have, as long as we always remember that you and I are free because of what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross, we will be free indeed. There's nothing that the devil can do to stop you from having victory. Do you remember when, when Paul and Silas were beaten and they were thrown in jail? And, and it, at midnight they were singing and praising the Lord we were talking about a couple weeks ago. And the, and the earthquake took place and the jail was shaken and they, were, they could have all gone free. Why didn't they do that? Well, they, they were already free. See, they already knew that they were free. No matter what the government tried to do, they knew that they were free through Jesus Christ. What the Bible tells us then, other people became believers because of that. You know, because of the way that you live and the way that I live and this freedom that we have, no matter what is happening in our world that we see every day that we turn the news on or we hear something else, I mean, did you see, you know, Pastor and I were talking back. Did you see, uh, just this past weekend, there was like two carloads full of militia on I-95, and they got out, and uh, the police had to capture them and the whole thing, and, and they were going to block the, the whole freeway off, and fortunately the police caught them in time. I thought, what in the world is going on? 
and all the different shootings that we see, all the different things that we see happening in our world and the immorality, we know that we are free in Jesus. It is our responsibility to take that freedom that once we know that we've been set free and try and help someone else. We are here today, we worship in freedom because someone was willing to sacrifice whether it was George Washington and his army or whether it was armies that had fought for us in World War II and all the wars since then. We're here in freedom. We worship in freedom because someone had to sacrifice. I just want you to remember that today. I just want you to know what you have in Jesus and no matter what you are facing, what does the Lord tell us in closing today? In John 16, verse 13, John 16, verse 13. Jesus is speaking, and he's talking to his disciples about the Holy Spirit, and he says, however, when he, the Spirit, here it is, the truth, when the Spirit, he calls the Holy Spirit truth, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. I believe that's twofold. When we look at what freedom does for us, and it sets us free, and we have forgiveness, and we can live life in such a way, no matter what we hear in the news, no matter what we hear in a phone call, we know that we are free. Why is that? Because the spirit within you and with me does two things. First of all, it jumps over this world. And that truth shows us and tells us what? Things to come. We know. And that's the reason why you're here today. We're worshiping Jesus Christ because he has set us free. And if we know him as our Savior and we have eternal life in heaven, we have the hope, whether it's the rapture or whether we die, whatever it might be, we're going to heaven. The things to come, to remember. This is just a reminder. You know, sometimes I can't, I, uh, the first part of the week, or, or the middle of the week, I was thinking, what did I speak on last week? You know, I'm thinking, I'm going, what did I say? What, you know, what did I say? What did I speak on? You know, I know I had it in my notes, but I'm just saying, it's so easy to forget. And what's so important is we gather here together, the Bible says, and so much more as we see the day approaching. The spirit of truth, we know that we're forgiven. We know that just like Abraham, we can mess up too. God will forgive us. And we can do just as Paul and Silas. We can rejoice when the world does us wrong because we know we've already been set free. That's who we are in Jesus. Things to come. You and I, the Bible tells us in closing, we look for the blessed hope in the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are living in such a way that you're here, you're blessed today because you know that you're just reminded once again, man, the Lord's coming back. And I know that no matter what I see, no matter what goes on, that he's going to watch over my family. He's going to give me the peace that I need and the decisions that I have to make. I look to him because the Holy Spirit, who the Bible says is a teacher and a comforter, is going to teach me, God's word tells us, on anything that we face in life. You know, everybody here, 
will face something different this week. We all will. And as we face that, who's going to direct you? The Holy Spirit on the authority of Jesus Christ will direct your path. And no matter what you hear, no matter how the devil gets you to doubt God, to know that the spirit of truth, to know that Jesus, the one who has set us free, that same Jesus who has set us free will guide us with his spirit, and he'll never lie to you. He'll never tease you. He'll never knock you down. He'll always show us in love the next step. And as we see the next step and the next step, he also reminds us that he's coming back soon. And then that spirit of truth that we live in, we know that our life is a vapor. And before we know it, we have eternity to look forward to. I challenge you today to remind yourself this week to know when you're not sure what to do, when you get news on whatever it might be, say, Lord, through the Holy Spirit, will you, will you just show me what to do next? It might be in your marriage. It might be at work. It might be something personally that you're dealing with that no one else knows about. And as the devil tempts you to, to go another way or to doubt God, oh, wait a minute. I know who Jesus is in my life. And I know the same as we were set free on July 4th as a country, 1776, Jesus on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago has set me free through the forgiveness of sin. Whatever I face, whatever I go through, I always have hope, no matter what it looks like, that Jesus is going to direct my step and he's going to give me hope of what I see and things to come. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I don't know what you're facing or what you're going through. Jesus does. And we're all tempted to go our own way, just like Abraham. But I want you to know today that that spirit of truth that Jesus gives us on the day that we accept Christ as our Savior, you've been blessed today just by being reminded once again that he's going to direct you. He's going to guide you. You don't have to worry. You don't have to wonder, how's this going to work out, whether it's your finances or your family. God is going to direct your path. If you're here today, if you've been watching, we have so many more people that watch now through YouTube and on the Internet. We always give what's called an invitation. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, Jesus came to set us free that we can be free indeed and if you don't know Jesus your Savior Romans chapter 10 through a prayer through believing who Jesus is all you have to do is say Jesus forgive me a sinner for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved forgive me I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. 
See, it's all on Jesus. It's all what he's done for us. You don't have to do it. Father, if there's someone here today, even in this midst of this congregation here today, this assembly, Lord, if there's someone here who's been leads us in a closing song, may they accept you this day, and we will praise you and give you glory because you have given us freedom that we can live in every day. You've forgiven us. You show us how to live. You comfort us. You guide us in that spirit of truth. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.